gonna do us some theme music really quick. Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward Podcast, where one grown man sits in his own basement and talks about everything he loves. I am your host, Richard, and tonight I have a special guest. Hello, it's Colin. <laughs> that is right. I'm going to turn this down. You're kind of blowing out the speaker there for a second. I had it too loud. Oh, really? Yeah, for a minute. Huh. I turned it down, though. Okay, it's, good. We're, we're all good. Oh, we're man. all good. Uh, so, you know how we normally start this podcast off. What have you been up to? For the week, um, so was finished Mandalorian. Um, I'm like slowly watching JoJo again, trying to finish it. Part six. Yeah. Did you restart it, or are you just like no. picking up where you left off? Picking up where I left off. I think I generally remember most of it. It's not, it's it's not really too interesting, but hopefully, eventually, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be done with it. Um, because I've also been studying for my exams and stuff. So, not much time with that. I'm still trying to play, or sorry, trying to beat Hogwarts Legacy. Um, oh, yeah, I still haven't beat it. I, gosh. like, actually had to take a break from it for a minute because I just was grinding it out too much, and I was like, I got bored with it for a second. Yeah. I I don't remember how. I got pretty far into it, but I know I'm not finished. At, I think I've got almost every single spell that you can learn in Hogwarts. Uh-huh. And I've been going through and learning some of the dark arts ones because I'm like, I kind of just want to learn all of them, even if I don't use them. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm further than you then because I've learned all the spells and all the dark arts stuff. Um, I don't use the dark arts spells just because I'm, I'm a Hufflepuff. I don't remember what your house is. Hufflepuff. Are you Hufflepuff? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, the collectibles are just exhausting. Yes. Getting all the like, uh, like pages or whatever, you have to use the. I can't even remember what the spell is now. Revelio. Revelio. Revelio Legacy. Yes. That's what the game all is. All the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Finding all those freaking pages everywhere. Mm-hmm. I found, I think, almost all of them in Hogwarts itself, but most of like, the ones on like the outskirts and like the Greenland or whatever, I have not found. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's going to take forever. I'm definitely modding that whenever <laughs> I get to the point because I'm at the point where I'm just like, I'm just going to finish the game, mod to where I have all the Merlin trials done, the little loot caves or whatever yeah just be done with it because like it was fun at first but now they're kind of wishy-washy copy and paste yeah most of the especially the merlin trials because i know i have gotten to the like last like set of them so i got i think i got like 20 more that i have to get Mm -hmm. but they are so samey just in different areas yeah because it's really just roll a ball push a ball break this thing rebuild this thing and that's all they are and so after a while even though, like, it was nice doing them, after you do, like, 10 of them in a row, you're like, okay, I'm done doing these Merlin trials for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I want to do multiple playthroughs of each house because I know there's, like, a little bit of differences. Yeah. But I'm definitely modding to where that stuff is covered so I don't have to deal with it again. <laughs> That's um, fair. But, yeah, I think I'm done doing I'm the collectibles if now. The, if when you finish, I don't know if they do because I know some games do, but like if they had like a new game plus where you just keep all the stuff that you basically did, but you can just start the game with a different house. I don't think they do. I feel like that would make it so much easier. Yeah, it would. Because I'm like sitting there, I'm like, God, if I had to start a new house, I do not want to do all that crap all over again and find all that stuff. Yeah, just get PC and mod it. There's literally a mod menu where you can just like edit your save game and you can just say, hey, collectibles are done, learned all the spells. 
Oh, you can basically oh, just you make go. your own new, new Game Plus or whatever you want to call it. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. I guess once I'm done with Hogwarts Legacy, I'm going to start maybe Days Gone. Oh, that's such a good game. <laughs> it's such an underrated good game. And I wish it got a sequel, but it does not yet. Mm, that's and it's dumb. such a good one. And it, the way it leaves off is... It, it leaves off basically on like a weird cliffhanger. There's actually two endings to it <laughs> oh, if you okay. wanted to try, but it leaves off on kind of a weird cliffhanger that they could do a sequel to it, and I think it would be really good. And I think the guy who played Deacon would definitely come back hmm. and do it some more. Odd world endings, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, will we make a sequel? Will we not? Uh-huh. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it it's a fun game. I really enjoyed playing through it. I'm ready for it then. <laughs> so, um, I know for me, so I watched Shazam Fury of the Gods recently. Mm. That was a, that was an okay movie. I know you don't really watch superhero stuff. So like I started the first Shazam. I never finished it because that was the night we had all those tornadoes. <laughs> so I got there maybe halfway, three quarters away, and then mm. tornadoes hit. We're like, okay. See, I like the first one way more than the second one. Oh, okay. The second one's good, don't get me wrong. I think it's better than like Black Adam mm. and everything because it started off super slow because I remember watching it and at the time I was watching it and I was like, ah, it's kind of getting slow and then stuff started picking up. I was like, oh, wow, am I close to the end? No, I was like 43 minutes into the movie and oh, I was wow. like, oh, dear God. So <laughs> I stopped it and then came back to it and finished it off. Mm. It was really good. It picked up a lot near the end, but the beginning was so slow and I did enjoy the movie as a whole. It still felt really separate from what all was going on in the DC universe, which I think is kind of how they want to keep it anyways. Uh-huh. And then near the end, there's like a special guest appearance that shows up. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who wants to watch it. <laughs> but like, it was just weird. The ending felt forced. It just... It wasn't my favorite of the DC movies, and I think the first one was a lot better. I do think it was better than Black Adam, the Rock movie, pretty much, is what that was. I never even heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. Oh, okay. Um, and then I also watched, or I finished uh, Blue Lock, which is the anime soccer series that I've been watching here recently. Okay. <laughs> and it's really good. It's like a new anime, but it just finished its first season, and it finished off really well. I don't know if you've ever watched Haikyuu or not. No. It's a, it's a volleyball anime. Oh, okay. Sports animes I normally am not a big fan of, but here recently I've been getting into them, hmm. which is weird for me because I used to not like them, but now I'm kind of digging them. Like. <laughs> I, I loved Haikyuu when it came out. It was the first sports anime that I really liked. But Blue Lock, it's kind of changed my feelings about it. Like, Blue Lock is really good. I like the characters that are in it. And it's like these kids get put into this facility to train up the future, uh, basically, FIFA World Cup team. So they're trying to get the best player that they can for the World Cup team. Okay. And they basically put these kids in this thing. And they go through all these trials and everything, but if they get knocked out, they cannot play soccer for Japan like at all. Like, oh wow! For the rest of it. So they're like, these kids had these like lifelong dreams of playing soccer for the world team, and if they lose, they're just done. Like they cannot play soccer basically in Japan really ever again. And so 
you get like really connected with some characters and then they lose and they get knocked out and you feel terrible for that character and you're like damn i did not see this coming but like people have to lose in this for it to like be good and like i think it's good when like a tv show or like any like a creator can be like well this person has to like lose in order for this thing to be successful i guess yeah so it's really good i mean i know you're not you're not a big anime guy all the time but yeah it's, it's pretty good so it's not that i'm not i just can't it's hard for me to commit to tv shows hardly yeah except for a few well, other especially ones. with like anime because like so many be so many episodes just for like one short like manga thing because, like, Monster that Christian is trying to get you to watch is 50 episodes. It's uh-huh. still quite a bit. I mean, you watched all of Code Geass, which I think is the best it's anime so in the good. world. It's my favorite by yeah, far. Yeah, love it. But it has 50. But I feel like the pacing in it just makes it, like, it makes it feel easy to watch. And I think some of them do a bad job at it. Yeah, the time of Code Geass was just... It fast. went by so fast. Yeah. And I've actually re-watched it like two or three times, mm-hmm. and I still love it every single time. Yeah. But Blue Lock is really good. I mean, if you ever want to watch a sports anime, it's a good one. I think Haiku is also really good. I'll get um, into it. <laughs> but then I started uh, he or Hajime no Opi, which is or it's called The Fighting. And it's a boxing anime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Again, sports anime. I've been getting it. But this one I actually watched because I had watched Creed 3. Okay. Um, and uh, Michael B. Jordan got a lot of the like fight choreography and stuff for that movie and like kind of based it off of anime fights. <laughs> okay. Like he took like some Naruto fights because Naruto's his favorite anime and like added those into the fight scenes. But he also took some fights from this show and put it into Creed 3 and like kind of made them feel more real and it, it, I've started just because of that and it's actually pretty good it hmm. was made back in like the early 2000s I think finished in like 2002 the wow. anime fully finished mm-hmm. and it's actually quite enjoyable you fall in love with this main character whose name is Op or Opie or Jesus Christ I can't pronounce anything <laughs> Uh, Ipo. Ipo. Okay. Ipo. And he's just this weird, lovable character who starts out who's like super weak, but has like this potential to be strong, but mm. just kind of cowers down to everybody. And he just wants to be like the best box. Like he doesn't originally start out wanting to be the best boxer, but he like gets introduced to boxing and is just like, this is what I want to do now. And he's good at it. And it's, it's really fun to watch and I, you fall in love with the like different characters. And there's one character that I like that I'm like, I feel like this guy is going to either like die in a fight. And like, that's how they're going to like make Epo's character like progress further. It's like his, like the guy he looks up to is going to die in a fight or something. It's basically going to be like Rocky is what I was thinking is somebody is going to die and that's, what's going to force Epo to like progress further. Okay. Um, but those have been, those are the shows I've been watching. Well, and then, you know, Mandalorian, Bad Batch, all that stuff. But yeah, we're going to get into that in this. Yeah. Also to add, I did watch Ant-Man and the Quantum Mania. Mania. Yeah, that's what it was. So you watched a guy who beat up on another guy who also he beat up on a woman. 
Sure. <laughs> I don't know. That no, movie I'm not was... going to get into all that. <laughs> There's just stuff with Jonathan Majors going on right now. That oh, really? Like, yeah. The oh. dude who played King the Conqueror. Oh, was, yeah. There's like a whole big thing going on right now. We don't uh, know if it's true or not. I hope to God that it's not true because geez. I like him as an actor. He did really good in Creed 3, and I think he did good in Ant-Man and the Wasp. But right now, it's up in the air on what actually happened so far. People have yeah. just come forward with things, so... Well, that movie has a lot of Star Wars references, in my opinion. Yes, it, it does. Was a little it really did. Weird. Yeah, it, that movie. Obviously, I've talked about it on this podcast before. Mm. I wasn't a big fan of it. It was just so slow, and yeah. the pacing felt weird, and the some of the fight scenes just felt rushed. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of it, but it was okay. Go listen to that episode. <laughs> uh, it was a special guest, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was okay movie. I listened to you guys' uh, episode talking about it, and it was just, I don't know, so weird. I walked away, and uh, I went with Amanda's family, and, of course, uh, I was like, there was more Star Wars in that than the whole sequel trilogy. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. But it was, I liked it. It just, it felt like an... A normal Ant-Man movie because most of them have been like that for me where I'm like it was good yeah. I enjoyed it I probably will never watch this again but it was fun it was a fun time <laughs> yeah I would watch the first two again but I wouldn't watch that one yeah no again <clears throat> um I think well I guess I could say I've been I've been playing through Jedi Fallen Order again yeah uh playing it on my YouTube channel Rich or on Gibson Gaming go check it out um, but I've been playing through it and it was really a lot of fun. It got me hyped for Jedi Survivor coming out, mm. which we we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. So with saying that, do you want to hop into the, the meat of the episode and talk Star Wars and the Bad Batch, Mandalorian, and all that stuff? The Absolutely. future of Star Wars, I guess we could say. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Bad Batch and just our thoughts, overall thoughts on the Bad Batch TV show? Yeah, yeah, well, you can start with Bad Batch. Um, I know for me, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It was definitely slow-paced. A lot of it felt like filler for the most part. But, mm -hmm. like, some of it was enjoyable filler. Some of it was definitely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know there was a couple episodes that I really liked, like the – what was the – you remember the creature in the Clone Wars, like, that was on Coruscant that was destroying oh, everything? Uh-huh. Yeah. When it showed back up in the Bad Batch, I thought that was... I can't remember what episode that was exactly. I can't remember either. I think it was like... How many episodes were there? Was there only eight? Or maybe um, there was ten? There was more than was there 12? eight, I think. I think there was about... Yeah, 12 sounds about right. Let me look for it. It may have quick. been episode eight that I'm thinking that episode was. Yeah, it was later in the season. I'm pretty sure. But it that one was a good one. That was like really the first good one of the show up to... <laughs> With there was eight episodes and then it was finally good or seven then it was finally good. See, I liked it starting out up until when did I stop? I think you stopped like episode four. Well, you said you like made it through four or something, or was it three? Because three was the one with tech doing the racing stuff. So I actually liked that one. It was just super filler. Yeah. Um, I think I like. I really, I think I liked it up until um. I can't remember the the Wookiee's name. Oh, uh, the, the Jedi. Kid, yeah. The kid Jedi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about. I like that one. Up the to tribe, there. Tribe episode. Yeah. That's what that one was called. Yeah. Up to there, I started to fall off from it, but there's 16 episodes. 
okay, on season two. Way more than I thought. Well, it's just so much filler. Filler, like the first episode, I thought it was kind of filler, but it was good. Yeah, it got it my was attention. Good. And then you know, after episode six, I felt like it was just starting to come to a point where like this, they're just making stuff up just to get a to season fill out. Space, yeah, yeah. Up until the end point. Which I'm I'm kind of happy that this next season of the show is going to be the final season. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not a lot to tell in their story mm-hmm. besides doing random little here and there adventures, which makes sense because, like, what else are you going to do in this large galaxy? Like, there's not always going to be some fight going on. Like, there's going to be dead time where nothing's really happening because yeah. it's not a movie. Yeah. Like where movies can kind of like, they get away with jumping around sometimes. So a TV show normally has to fill out episodes. Mm-hmm. So then they just throw in random things like going on a vacation. Yeah. Random Island. Yeah. That wasn't great. I mean, <laughs> I, I like the character though. The characters that it introduced uh-huh. on the Island, I thought were really cool, but the Island, it just, I don't know. It was weird to me. Yeah. I, I agree. That was a weird, spot too i mean i just feel like they could have done more empire transitioning into the galaxy phase out more like they showed battle droids and stuff where they're still being used yes they could still phase out the rest of them maybe you know just absolutely getting to to the point where there's no more separatist droids anymore yeah Um, and i think i liked the because we see more of the empire slowly like transitioning out of like the clone era and more into like the enlisting of humans into the uh stormtrooper and training and everything like that mm-hmm. and so i kind of liked seeing like them slowly like trying to get rid of all of the clones because they stopped the cloning process they're like kind of killing them off by sending them on these super dangerous missions or they're basically saying oh you're committing treason die kind of thing and so i i enjoyed seeing that aspect of the show but there wasn't very much of it. And that was my problem. It's like I wanted a lot more of that kind of thing going in. And I still enjoyed the season overall. I yeah. still really liked it. But I want, I felt like those were the points that I liked the most was seeing the clones basically struggling to mm-hmm. survive in this world because they're no longer needed. Like they were built for war and now they're no longer needed for war. Yeah, because the empire is just like we're good guys. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not attacking anyone. We don't do that. Yeah, and there's no rebellion yet, really, or any yeah, established hasn't opposing or force. <clears throat> I do like how they kind of hinted at like the um, the chips being like having a the lifespan to them. Inhibitor, yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. They like have a lifespan. They, they start to die off. Like it starts just to not work anymore, yeah, and the clones are like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, why are we? Why are we? Why do we go against the Jedi yeah. all that time? Like, because you see that in a lot of them. Besides um, Crosshair, yeah, Crosshair is the only one. But he, I think his is because his chip. Well, I guess he does kind of betray them after a little bit. But like, I feel like it's was his lasted longer because he got his chip replanted. Like, he got a new chip replanted or something. Oh, like that. I didn't remember that. Because it was in, like, the first season, whenever he, like, left the group, and they were like, oh, your inhibitor chip's messed up. Yeah. Let's fix it. And so then they did something, and they fixed it in the first season. That's why it was all against them. But, like, he would go back and forth. Oh. And then eventually, like, he does, 
Like, he turns on the Empire eventually in this yeah. season, which I liked seeing. I'm glad that Crosshair kind of pulled back, mm-hmm. but, like, he's still not all the way back. Like, he still is like, well, I, I, I betrayed my, like, brothers. He was like, I don't deserve sympathy. And we see that because I've seen leaked trailers for the new season. Like, we kind of oh. see that in leaked trailers really? for this next season. They're like, Crosshair is like... I don't, I don't, you don't need to help me like escape. He's like, I deserve to be here kind of thing. I did this to my brothers or whatever. Yeah. His, his character development, even in the few episodes he was in was super oh, good. Yes. Um, Especially the, what was it? The third to last episode. It was when he was on that snow planet. It was episode 12. Yeah. That was the best one, I think. The, the best one because we see Crosshair finally recognize that what he's doing and what the Empire is doing is just wrong to the clones because they're not they don't care about the clones at that point. Mm-hmm. Like literally the the Emperor was just using them as pawns to kill off the Jedi because he knew that the Jedi weren't going to see it coming yeah. because the Jedi are kind of idiots sometimes. <laughs> very I love much. the Jedi, but like they're very much idiots because the only Jedi that could have seen it coming died mm-hmm. to Darth Maul, and that was Qui Gon Jinn. Like he saw that the Jedi were gonna eventually fall and get killed off. Like he knew that was something that was gonna come up. That's why he trained so hard in the Force. Yeah, that's why Qui Gon Jinn's my favorite. <laughs> He's my favorite Jedi. I swear, <sighs> Miss Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> Bro, I do too. Um. But yeah, no, I enjoyed the Bad Batch. I like the season finale, though yeah. as heart-wrenching as it was to see my favorite of the Bad Batch mm-hmm. go out like that. Yeah, that's why I like the one where they race, because it really developed that character. Yes. I don't know if we're talking spoilers or not. Or uh, should we yeah, just... we can go ahead and get into spoilers with it. Okay, well, so text death... Would have affected me more if the PR, like the social media team at Disney or Star yeah, Wars, spoil it for the you. next day, like they don't give people time to watch the stuff, and I can't watch it every Wednesday. Something comes up, or you know, whatever happens, and then literally the the official page posts his death. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. It honestly just. It, I remember you messaged me about that. I was like, "Oh snap!" Like, yeah. I like. I did not know that they were gonna just post it because I've seen other content creators post about it, but normally they pop up like a "Hey, spoiler warning." Yeah. This is what I'm gonna talk about. Well, there was a Facebook fan page that was like, it didn't even say spoilers. Didn't have any kind of like censor watermark on it or anything like that. It, it was literally like, "Here's what we know about Tech's death." I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> like, well, now you know. Yeah. I'm not even cl- – I was, like, four episodes behind still. Yeah. Dang. That was That's annoying. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I I cried at Tech's death because he was my favorite in The Bad Batch. Like, mm-hmm. I loved his character, and I think he had, like – he didn't really have any character development, mainly because I felt like it, for his character, it wasn't needed. Like, he just kind of saw himself as a smart, brilliant guy that didn't need to learn anything more. Yeah. And so I kind of enjoyed what his character did. Um, and then when he meets, when he goes on vacation, uh, and he meets that one girl yeah, and like, they kind of get this weird bond. I knew at that moment when she was like, 
Are you do you not know how to say bye? And he was like, I've already communicated what's going on. I don't need to say bye or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. she like they're really trying to like make this weird love connection here. Yeah. And Tech's gonna freaking die. Yep. Like I knew that he was gonna die. And then I it was even more cemented in when I saw that the last episode was titled, which was Plan Ninety Nine, mm. because that had been something that they talked about like in season one, how mm. Plan Ninety Nine is if one person can like basically kill themselves off to save the rest of the group, then they're going to have to go with that plan. Yeah. And I was like, as soon as I knew that that was the title and I knew where tech was at the (laughs) beginning of the, or at the end of the last one, I was like, damn it. Tech's going to die. And I don't (laughs) want this to happen. But like, it was so much worse, like actually seeing it. And I don't know if like, even though you're spoiled, if it still kind of hit you hard, like actually, fully watching like what played out i can't lie the spoiler ruined it for me mm. I, when he died i was like oh man that and sucks I know, yeah the, i feel like damn that has to suck because like i know for me like just watching it because i wasn't spoiled obviously like it like tore me up and then like wreckers like reaction to what was going on because like he was doing everything in his power to like try to pull him back up yeah and i was like this is not gonna happen like tech's dead like this sucks so like that really sucks that like you got spoiled and you didn't get to experience that yeah i mean it just yeah it's it it probably ruined it for me probably why that I got uninterested in the season as a whole, especially when I was behind. Like, when the last episode came out, like I said, I was, like, four episodes behind, something like that. Yeah. So, when that happened, I got spoiled. I was like, I don't really have a reason to finish this. <laughs> like, I don't have a passion to finish this anymore because there's nothing to me. There's nothing yeah. for me to add to this. Did you finish the episode, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Did you finish it because I kept saying that there was something else? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and then the something else wasn't really that important. I just wanted you to finish. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I kind of expected it, though. If uh, we're talking about the, the same thing, Omega's sister. sister. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was expecting it because when we first inter- got introduced to her, sounds I went, just like her. I went, that sounds like Omega. Yeah, like that has to be Omega's like clone yeah. or something. I was like, this is weird. Why is this going on? Yeah. And but I, that was the thing that was like, there's something important. I was like, mainly because I was like, I just want you to finish the episode. So if I just say that, like, and it was interesting to find that out, but like, it wasn't a big. Oh my god! Yeah, I, if if it wasn't so obvious, then maybe so. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad I did finish it. I'm just, you know, shout out to the Star Wars social media team for being <laughs> absolute asshats. <laughs> um, and I, I'm kind of excited to see where season three goes. I feel like they're gonna focus a lot more on like the Emperor's cloning project and what's going on there mm-hmm. because that's kind of what the lot la- like even Mandalorian has been doing it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that's they're really trying to tie in all of these shows to make people kind of care for the sequels a little bit more. Yeah. And like really care for episode nine, which is by far my least favorite of all of Same. them. Same. And like I know that like people have that hate on it and it technically has better reviews than any of the prequels do. But like I enjoy the prequels so much and I like episodes seven and eight. Like yeah. I like force awakens and last Jedi, mm-hmm. but I cannot stand rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like it's just boring and it makes no sense. And I think even with them like trying to explain how the emperor came back, 
they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's what they're trying to do now. Yeah. But and so it's like it doesn't really make it any better because you should have done it in the movie and mm-hmm. not had to re not had these two amazing writers and John Favreau and Dave Filoni go back like two years later and try to fix the mistakes that J.J. Abrams put in those movies because mm-hmm. that man just knows how to fill a movie with mystery boxes and doesn't know how to end an actual story in a good way. Yeah. And so I'm ex- I'm excited to see where Bad Batch goes, but eh. <laughs> I hope it's better than this season because this season was good, but I don't think it was nearly as good as the first season. Oh, for sure. No, the so. first season was fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I I think I am ready for that to end. I wouldn't I won't be too upset. Yeah, I I don't think their story has a lot that you can do with it. And I I think with them, I think ending their story with three seasons, and then you just kind of have them show up somewhere else in another cartoon or something. That would be interesting. But like, yeah. I don't need to see a bunch of filler episodes because you have to fill in space. Yeah. Like you don't always have to just finish their story out and then have them show up somewhere else in like a different cartoon or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be really cool to see. For sure. I agree with that. Uh, you want to talk Mandalorian now? Oh yeah. Nope. yeah. A better topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wow. I don't even know where to start. Um, so I think, there was one argument, not really. No, no, you know what? I'll touch on that later. I think the season overall was fantastic. Yeah, I liked it. I think season two was better. Mm, yes, agreed. Yeah. Definitely agree. I like this season because we got so much of the Mandalorian culture. Mm-hmm. Like, we learned a lot about, like, the Mythosaur and, like, more about the Darksaber, which we knew a lot about the Darksaber already going into it. But we learned more about, like, why these tribes have been kind of broken off and kind of the purpose of this show is to build the Mandalore culture back up. And I think I liked seeing that and I liked seeing all that aspect and I really love seeing the Mythosaur. Yeah, that, that, that was that pretty was cool. Amazing. And um like you said, I think they do a good job, you know, with the Darksaber, they explain to people who haven't watched the animated series of what yeah, it's Yeah, what it is yeah, and what where it's been. The significance or anything like that, why it doesn't matter. Um I think they did a great job with Bo Katan. Oh yes, her actress is top notch, really good. I enjoyed it. So Disney can do a good female role. Yes. <laughs> so well, just... I think Ahsoka is good now. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, was Ahsoka that great? No. No. But she's developed and become a really good character, mm-hmm. and that's my thing with Ray. Is I think she could have been a really, really good character. Oh yeah. They just, I don't know. I felt like in the Last Jedi, I liked her character the most. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they just went back and threw all the stuff that she had done in the last Jedi, in Jedi, and just kind of was like, "Yeah, no, nah, we're doing something else now." And I think that was the problem that the, those sequels had is that they just like they had well, they had two different directors: J.J. Abrams, the one I can't remember his name for the Last Jedi, and then oh, Ryan jo- Johnson, Johnson, and then J.J. Abrams again mm-hmm. for. Uh, Rise of Skywalker and I think that was the problem is that they both had two different visions on what the story should have been yeah that's such a weird choice and I feel like and people will say what they want about Kathleen Kennedy but like I think she just did a bad job of being like this is a story that we need to get to this end point Mm -hmm. make sure you kind of stay in some linear like kind of space like don't try to like fight over 
who's right and who's wrong, which is what happened. Mm-hmm. Because like one thing would happen in the Force Awakens, and then they changed it in Last Jedi, and the J.J. Abrams was like, no, it's got to be my way, and then he just like radically changed it in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and I think the problem is like that corporation is Disney are trying to meet agendas, yes. whether you agree with them or not. It's it taints the purpose of a movie, which is entertainment. It entertains it. It um, negates of what Star Wars originally was, and that's for entertainment. Yes. Here's here's a good, fun sci-fi entertainment. Cool lightsaber sticks yes, <laughs> that people exactly. get to fight with. Uh, cool power, cool troopers, cool battles, cool wars. And instead of we have to make with the sequel, we have to make a woman lead role, make her powerful for no reason. And yeah. I mean, like, and I had no problem with her being the lead role. Yeah, my problem was that like she just felt weird in that universe. Like she didn't feel like she really should have been as strong as she was like right out the get go. Cause the fact that she like could easily pull the, especially in force awakens, uh, spoiler for that movie. If you <laughs> have not watched the movie that came out in what, 2017, I don't even know. Uh, but she like force pulls the lightsaber back towards her away from Kylo Ren, who had been training for years yeah. in the force. And she had been training for what? Like maybe a week, a day, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and like, she is able to pull the lightsaber towards her and he can't get it. Yeah. Luke couldn't even do that on Hoth for a minute. Yeah. And I mean, like, Anakin had to go through training. Obi-Wan had to go through extensive training. Qui-Gon had to go through extensive training, they all obviously. Did, but she was just like, I'm good. Yeah. I know all of it now. Yeah. And Yoda had like 800 years of his lifespan to, you know, take on the Force and stuff. And yes. yeah, Luke struggled and they should struggle, especially starting out. Ahsoka. As a, as a good female character. She struggled, struggled, but she learned, and she got super powerful from it. Asajj Ventress. I don't know Another her. good. Yeah, a great I mean, female. she's pretty much struggled for the most part, from what I understand. Yeah, and she still struggled, even in her powerful form. Yeah. Against Anakin and Obi-Wan and Count Dooku turning his back on her and everything yeah. like that. <clears throat> so, I mean, like... They've written really good, strong characters. It was just that she was... Just strong at the beginning, and she didn't like have any kind of like struggle going up to it. It was just really weird how strong she was. Yeah, and I feel like we're getting way off topic from Mandalorian. But oh crap, yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't. know. I mean, I'll get into more about like my thoughts on the whole what they're doing with Ray in the future and everything. Yeah. But the Mandalorian season three ended really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get into spoilers here. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think Moff Gideon's dead? No. I don't I think so. Think Mainly be because, and this is why I say this, his armor was Mandalorian, or it was Beskar, Beskar mm-hmm. uh, also enhanced with the Dark Trooper-like yeah. robotics. Beskar only melts at super high temps, so I doubt that that fire There's no way. from the ship would have burnt him up. These And the fact that he just, like open arms into the flames is like, I'm taking this. Yeah. I'm not going to die here. He could be mad and scream, but I'm sure he's fine. He yeah. Got away. <clears throat> I, I think he's going to come back. He, he may come back a little burnt. Yeah. Maybe. But, and he Who's might honestly that? come back and like some of the best cars like melded to his skin from like the, it like melted or something. Gustavo Fring moment. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. Uh, really, it is. Jeez, we, I didn't even think about that. Dude can't catch a break. I know. Did you also see the theory that somebody was like, he didn't have his mustache. But he in the original, like in the first season, he has a mustache. Okay. 
but all of his clones didn't. Oh. And so people are like, is that a clone of Moff Gideon? Oh, I didn't think And like, that. he's just like hiding somewhere. And uh-huh. I was like, that's really interesting, but I feel like maybe like he was just like, I'm just shaving the mustache. I don't want to have this mustache anymore. Well, yeah. But, but the- it, it could be that it was a clone and Moff Gideon was just like, I'm going to hide away for a minute. But the problem is, if you kill off Moff Gideon, what's going to happen in the next season? Who's going to be the main antagonist? Who's the Mandalorian going to struggle? Who's Mandalorians in general going to struggle? I don't even know if... I mean, because I would love to see another season, obviously. Because I love the Mandalorian. I love what it does. But I don't know if I necessarily would need to see another Mandalorian season that focuses... Because the way I... Somebody else had said it is, the Mandalorian doesn't have to focus just on Din Djarin. Like you can yeah. focus on any Mandalorian that it wants to because That's, like yeah. it can be such a broad spectrum because it's just saying that these people are Mandalorian. Yeah. And so it would be interesting because Moff Gideon is such a big rival to the Mandalorians. Like can we see that? And I feel like it would be hard for them to like bring in somebody new that would be a big rival besides like Darth Maul, but Darth Maul is obviously dead at this point. Kylo Ren, bring him in. That's true. Uh, I I just I don't know how they would do it, but I feel like with Din's story, I feel like there's not a lot left to do with it because I feel mm-hmm. like besides seeing Grogu grow yeah. and or I'm sorry, Din Grogu, <laughs> see him grow and like become stronger with the Force and become more of a Mandalorian and possibly become the Mandalorian yeah. of Mandalore, and seeing him become like their leader in the future or something which goes along with my Ray thoughts is I think Grogu is going to be uh, in that movie That's what I was thinking. and I think he's going to be like Jedi trained yeah. and full Mandalorian and he's going to be basically what uh, was it Paz Vizsla is that what the oh crap what was his name it was a Vizsla the original Mandalorian Jedi oh I don't remember I Pre- don't know I can't remember what Pat. Who was the one that died just recently? I think it was Paz. I think. Okay, so I think it was Pre Vizsla. It was like the old Jedi Mandalorian oh, okay. that created the dark saber. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> and so I think he's going to basically become what he was. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's going to have to create a lightsaber. Yeah, I was disappointed they destroyed the dark saber. I'm glad they did. Really? Just because I was tired of people fighting over the damn saber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it got super annoying yeah. mainly because I was like. Why are they dictating who's the leader just off of who has a lightsaber? Yeah, especially and, that he can't use it that well. <laughs> yeah, and also the fact that technically none of the people in that TV show had rights to the Darksaber. Not a single one of them. Because if you go all the way back to who technically had the rights to it, it would have been Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Because Darth Maul had it. But then Sabine just took it out of his home. Sabine never beat Darth Maul in a battle to claim the rights to the Darksaber. So technically, Darth Maul still had claim to it, and then Darth Maul lost to Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. Obi-Wan lost to Darth Vader. Oh. And then Darth Vader lost to Luke. So Luke technically had claim to the dark saber. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. And yeah, I was just sitting there sense. and I was like, I didn't think about it. And somebody else said it on TikTok, and I was like, hold the heck <laughs> up. You're telling me that Luke Skywalker is technically the rightful, like <laughs> leader of Mandalore. Wouldn't work well though. With no. his black 
No, no not at all. <laughs> and Luke would be a terrible leader. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've seen it. Yeah. We've seen this happen. Um, but no, I'm excited. I'm curious how they're going to continue Din Djarin's story. I think he's definitely going to show up in the Ahsoka series. Oh, for sure. I feel like he's going to, Thrawn's going to show up and be doing some stuff. I'm excited to see him. And Din Djarin's going to have to show up and kind of help Ahsoka in that fight. And I'm also curious because we've seen an orange lightsaber in the trailers for that show. And I'm like, why is there an orange lightsaber? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Because Dave Filoni, did I send you the thing? It was on purpose? Yeah, Dave mm-hmm. Filoni was like, he's like, I don't do anything on accident. Yeah. He's like, it's on purpose that it's lightly, it's like a more of an orange tint. Yeah. And I was like, are these people like old temple guards? Are they like Sith, but not fully Sith? Like, how is the orange saber going to work into the new canon? Because it used to be have a totally different meaning. Like, all of the mm-hmm. colors had different meanings, yeah. but they've mainly only focused on like, what green blue and purple like they haven't and red obviously but like they haven't shown like any of the other ones or the actual meanings behind them because they used to in legend Mm -hmm. it was like this person was more calm and so that's why they had this color kyber crystal and so yeah it'll be interesting to see it i think it'd be cool but you know i want to go back to mandalorian a little bit because oh yeah um, i just started to like hop over to the soak for a second no you're okay um (laughs) because there was one thing i wanted to say that yeah the watching the New Republic in the Mandalorian series is super yes. frustrating. Oh my god! But you see also, why they got taken down within like yeah. what ten, fifteen years? Yeah, I think it. It almost seems like it makes sense, but it's frustrating because even in the real life society, people do not learn. Like societies, no, they do not learn from together. mistakes. They don't learn from mistakes. They make the same mistakes. The same thing happens. So now it makes sense why the First Order happened and took down the. New Republic, which was the Rebel Alliance that took down a giant empire. Yeah. Because they don't know, like, they did not upgrade their stuff. Their funding sucked. They didn't care to take on any problems. They yes. put ex Empire people, like, inside their facilities. Oh my God, yes. So <laughs> everything they did made no sense. It was like, hey. It makes sense why they all got taken down yeah. so fast within, like, a couple, or was it, is it like 25 years? After the, Something I like can't that. remember. It's not long, and so like <laughs> it makes sense why this new republic just gets taken out so easily because they're just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, that don't learn from anything that they did, and <clears throat> that was another thing I kind of forgot to bring up is I, that's why I think he's gonna be in the Soka Dinjarin mm-hmm. is because he signed the, or he was basically doing like contractor work. Yeah. Through the New Republic. Did you see Dave Filoni in that last episode, by the way? No. He was sitting at the bar with what? his cowboy hat. Was he really? Yeah. I did not see He was him. like off on the left side. I huh. saw him like immediately went, that's Dave Filoni. That's Dave Filoni. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he's doing like the contractor work for the Outer Rim, which you feel like the New Republic would be like, hey, maybe we should monitor the Outer Rim so then, you know, some sketchy stuff isn't going to happen. Yeah. But no, they're like, no. We're not going to worry about it. If other plans are getting taken out that they might be a new empire, we'll just let it happen. Yeah. And then maybe they'll just slowly build and they'll take us out, but we're just going to let it happen. They won't matter. They won't do it. They're scared. And, you know, another nitpick of that, of the season of Mandalorian, Moff Gideon is captured taken. Like he is a high priority prisoner. Even if someone on the inside, that one woman yeah that uh, you know tampering <laughs> the, with the, the biscuit lady yeah biscuit lady even if she 
tampered with files and stuff. That should still raise some alarms. Why Moff Gideon didn't show up to Coruscant and go through a trial? Like, yes, he and they were just like, showed up. "Nah, it's fine." Yeah, that makes no sense. He'll get here eventually. That's what they like. We're basically like, "He'll get here." Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> and he's obviously what? been gone for a while doing his own thing. Like no one ever like decided to yeah, it ask questions. That was honestly insane to me. Like the whole New Republic, uh, with talking about Moff Gideon when he goes into like that chamber and like basically talks to all the holograms the one dude obviously is like thrawn's like right hand man and so i thought that was really interesting because we got another thrawn reference and hux's young character yeah and hux <laughs> but it was his brother oh it was, was it? well it was his dad but it was played by that like hux the in yeah. the pre- or sequels mm-hmm. that was his brother that played his dad in the mandalorian tv show Really? Yeah, because it was supposed to be his dad, and then eventually, like, Hux. Oh, Eventually, Commodore gotcha. Hux, or whatever the heck mm. his name is. He's a terrible character that could have been really good, but they just wrote him very poorly. Rise of Skywalker moment. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, <clears throat> something else, too. Oh, I also, you know, talk about Moff Gideon. Uh, when they showed his clones and stuff, when they when, before they focused on it, it looked like Snoke. Ah, uh, yeah, I thought that for a minute, too. I verbally said that. I was like, that looks like Snoke. <laughs> and they zoomed in, and of course, I was with my girlfriend. She was like, that's not uh, Snoke. I was like, well, I see that now. <laughs> I know that now. <laughs> it looked like Snoke when it was all blurred out. I mean, it looked just like him. Yeah. I was really convinced at first. But uh, I really enjoyed that last episode. And for a while, everybody was tossing around who was the traitor thing. I don't know if you had been getting that. I had getting who's the traitor who like who betrayed the Mandalorians and it was like Axe Wolves or was it the Armorer or was it man was it Mando himself and it was just like just what and then it turned out there was no traitor at all everybody was just being skeptical for no reason where was that at I don't remember that it was all on my TikTok everybody was saying that there was going to be a traitor because somehow Moth Gideon knew that they were on the planet and I was like but he didn't. What? He had no idea that they were even regrouped together because it was basically saying that like somebody like tunneled them into this area to all die, but then they ended up getting away. No. And so then they were saying it was the armor because she left and then they were saying it was actual because just before they got attacked, he ended up flying out. So they were like, oh, he no. left because he was trying to sabotage them. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that that's doesn't hold was. up well. No. Really and it, obviously it didn't because no. nobody was a traitor, which made so much sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually thought Axwolf was going to die there for a second in the ship. He was supposed to go down with the ship, but he didn't. He, he didn't. Coward. He, he jumped out. He blasted out the window and coward. jumped out. Uh, that whole fight, though. With Moff Gideon and his suit against Bogatan and Din Djarin and basically decking them. Yeah. Also, Baby Yoda in the IG twelve. It was the cutest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and I loved it. I enjoyed that. It I just had kinda... two buttons that made yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somehow he would like use the Force. Like it. Let's just say Moff Gideon, not Bogatan's dark saber. Yeah. He would doesn't really comprehend Mandalorian logic in my mind he doesn't so he was like use a force take it to ig 11's hand and he'd use it and oh, that would use a lightsaber interesting yeah. yeah i thought that would be cool but i don't know but I, yeah no i really enjoyed this 
season and this last episode a lot. I liked yeah. that they tied. It felt like they tied up Din Djarin's and kind of Grogu's story. Like obviously, there's still more that Grogu's story that can be told, mm-hmm. but it feels like for the most part, their story is wrapped up. Yeah, for at least what it needs to be. And obviously, we could see them show up in movies and other TV series, but I feel like for the most part, their theirs is finished. And yeah. something else somebody pointed out is that the show ends with like the circular close. Yeah. And somebody pointed out that every first episode of each trilogy ends that way. So a new hope ends on the circular close. Phantom Menace ends up ending on a circular close. And so does the force awakens. They mm-hmm. all end. So somebody was like, this is just the end of part one of this story and eventually we're going to get more to the story but mm-hmm. maybe not man not Din Djarin and Grogu maybe mm-hmm. just Grogu or something else <clears throat> and that would be really interesting to kind of see what they go with that yeah. I would be excited to see those characters somewhere else in the future to be totally honest with you I mean it'd be cool but honestly I kind of think Din is going Din Djarin <laughs> is going to get killed oh yeah no because and I feel like maybe we won't I feel like we'll see it eventually but it will be quite a while before you know we actually see his death but I feel like by the time we get to this is spoiler for what they've said the future is going to be with Rey because eventually somebody had mentioned that Grogu was going to show up in the new movie along with Rey yeah and so I'm thinking that by that time Man, I feel like Din Djarin's at that point's gonna be dead. Yeah, and Grogu's gonna obviously be trained up and everything. I kind of feel like, just thinking about it off the top of my head, either Thrawn or that guy with the orange lightsaber will kill Din Djarin. He will make an appearance to do something. Either him or Thrawn is going to kill him. Yeah, and I think Grogu's gonna see it, and he's he's obviously gonna be hurt, but he's gonna be tempted by the dark side, but somehow. Let's maybe he runs into Ray or something, or something happens. The Force brings them together. Yeah, and he decides I need to be a Jedi again, and he still supports the Mandalorians. Maybe he's fully Mando. Yeah, yeah. he Mandoed out. Yeah, know? armored out and everything. That'd but be yeah, badass. I think yeah, I think he'll be dead before <laughs> yeah. that new movie. Uh, see, because I think something like that may happen, but I feel like he's also gonna get some kind of training from Ahsoka. Like I feel like oh, the Ahsoka yeah, yeah. stuff's gonna somehow give him some training. Like he's gonna see what Ahsoka does and be like, I kinda wanna kinda wanna do that, but I don't wanna follow Luke because Luke's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Luke is not a good not a good teacher at all. No, sucks. He's like I don't can, understand why people like Luke at all. You can only have this or you can go back to your dad. You <laughs> That's can. why people are like, Luke's character in Jedi or in uh The Last Jedi makes no sense and in my head I'm thinking, No, it makes perfect sense. He's an asshole. Yeah, I do. It's like I never liked Luke that much. Yeah, I liked him, but he I was a Darth Vader fan. Yeah, I mean I was too. Yeah, I loved Oh, I liked Chewie too. Chewie's cool. I just think, yeah, Luke just didn't have that mentality or any kind of training to be a master. Yeah. I think, and listen, people are going to hate me for this, but Leia would have been a much better Jedi and, like, like pupil under Obi-Wan and Yoda than Luke. I think she would have been 
she would have listened a little bit easier. And I think we see that in obviously the Kenobi series, but I just think overall, I think she would have been a better Jedi. Yeah, no, she was much more disciplined <laughs> in her lifestyle overall and uh, better upbringing. And I mean, I just felt like, especially because we know Luke's background, like he just kind of wanted to get out and not be on Tatooine anymore. I just felt like he wasn't that good of a Yeah, I mean, Jedi. Luke is in the Outer Rim, and Tatooine not really a civilized place. You yeah. call it that, but um, Leia's from, a like, an upper-class society. She's had education, formal education. Yeah. And, yeah, it just makes sense why she would be a better student, and she would have that better teacher mentality whenever she masters what she needs to do. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with that. I think Leia would be a much I think, better Jedi. I think Leia would have been so much better. And I liked Leia more than Luke, honestly, out of those really? two twins. Yeah. Hmm. I think she's just cooler hmm. overall, honestly. So, yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> I liked Luke better in the movies and stuff. But, you know, I get what you're saying. Like outside I mean, I think it, Luke was very badass in the movies. But, like, I just think Leia would have been especially, like, because there's been – like stories like legends and stuff that have like books that have been written and like Leia actually trained as a Jedi but she kind of fell towards the dark side a little bit yeah. because she finds out that Darth Vader is her father and like kind of wants to follow him or something mm. I can't remember all of them I may be getting it totally wrong because I have not read one of those books in a very long time be better than me <laughs> uh, but it, it would just it, I think it would have been so much more interesting and obviously Luke's character works. Like I think mm-hmm. this farm boy who came from nothing to take down this big bad empire, it makes sense. Yeah. But I think Leia would have been a much better teacher because I think she would have been calmer with students than Luke is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you want to talk about our what our hopes, I guess, are for like the future of Star Wars and like the future of the Ahsoka series and everything that's coming out. So there's like ac- acolytes are coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's really about. I think it's isn't it like Siths? Like, I think so. Like, a, I don't know if it's set in like the old Republic. I don't know where it's set. I can't remember. I haven't I looked know. anything up on it. It either. looks interesting, um, but I haven't looked very much up on it. I know there's like the skeleton crew is coming out at some point, and then there's also that like preschoolers. Yeah. TV show. Yeah. That's gonna be canon. So you got to watch it. Hey, they die then. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They're not going to make it that long. See, you that sent me that TikTok. And I was like, is the, maybe I just saw it on my TikTok. And somebody was like, is this show going to be canon? Because we know how this ends. And somebody was like, what do you mean is it canon? You know how it ends. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Anakin's gonna walk up in there and just slice and dice. Whenever that show comes out, we can rewatch episode three and pick out which kid's which. (laughs) Oh no! Oh man! Uh, But no, the future of Star Wars. I'm I'm excited to see what it does because I mean I've always been a long, long loving fan Mm -hmm. of Star Wars. Even the it obviously has its bad moments. Yep. And but it has its amazing moments that I end up loving so much more than all the bad moments combined. Yeah. And like I've been playing through Jedi Survivor and I talked about it at the end of after I finished playing through it that like, you know, Star Wars literally changed my life. I was like, if it wasn't for Star Wars, I probably wouldn't be the person like I am because I feel like Star Wars, even though it obviously is this weird sci fi <laughs> thing. I feel like it did a lot for me in life because it was my comfort. Like, mm-hmm. I could go and watch it when I had a bad day. I would just sit down and watch Star Wars. And when I was growing up, the prequels were, like, really big. And so was, like, the Clone Wars series. So it's, like, you could always go to those. And it bring, brought me comfort. So I felt like I wouldn't be the person I am if it wasn't for, like, Star Wars, you know? Yeah. 
No, I agree with you. I'm like the same way. I mean, uh, people who know me personally, like I don't watch TV or movies hardly. I have more so now, um, just because I have someone to watch stuff with now, yeah. which is great. Um, but you know, Star Wars has only been that thing. It's been the only thing for the majority of my life where I'm like, I could watch, watch this by myself. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, it has all forms of media like video games and stuff. Um, but, you know, getting off topic uh, and kind of like guys going back, I guess with the future of Star Wars and this new movie I was thinking about, I hope they make it to where, you know, I, I would be okay if you had to watch The uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, but somehow wrote it to where you didn't have to watch Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like, if they just kind of explained what kind of happened in Rise of Skywalker, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen, like, a bunch of people, like, make theories on what they want this new movie to be, and they, like, are like, well, bring Kylo Ren back. Don't do that. No. Please, don't. No. I feel like if you kill off a character and then you bring them back, it makes the deaths in Star Wars not mean anything. Because yeah. then anybody can come back. That's why I really hated the whole like force healing thing yeah. where you could if they're dead oh you just heal them and then come back to life. I like it for like little minor things oh just force heal my like scar that I have yeah you know but fully force healing somebody back from the dead because that's kind of what happened in Rise of Skywalker mm -hmm. and I was just like I don't I'm not a fan of that no I was I'm like if you're gonna kill off somebody please kill them off like it makes it sadder like to see them die off and yeah. not come back yeah <clears throat> I agree and I mean that that's what that's another reason why I don't like Rise of Skywalkers because they I know the Emperor they fly came now? back they, they fly now <laughs> <laughs> somehow Palpatine returning was just a big pain in my neck it's just a big old meme <laughs> it is but no I just I, I know it's a clone and apparently the Sith spirit took over like a dead clone of the Palpatine but yeah. it's still it just doesn't work and it's so bad they could have just made Kylo Ren the ultimate bad guy yes and 100%. just called it a day I, I did like Kylo Ren's like redemption yeah it felt very samey to like kind of Darth Vader in a way but I liked his redemption but I think you could have still gotten there without introducing Emperor Palpatine again. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, I enjoyed the fact that Ray was nobody. Like she yeah, had no connection to mm -hmm. the Skywalkers or anything like that. I liked that she was just, she just happened to show up and mm -hmm. be the person that they needed her to be. Yep. And I like that. And you know, originally they, I think they were going to write in that she was like Obi-Wan Kenobi's daughter. And even though I like her being nothing, I feel like I like, her being Obi-Wan Kenobi's daughter more than her being the daughter of Emperor Palpatine. Oh, yeah. Just because the way she's the daughter of Emperor Palpatine makes no sense because he made a clone of himself that then went and hooked up with this lady who he got pregnant and had Rey, and then they just kind of like dumped Rey on this planet mm -hmm. because he didn't want the Emperor to find out about her. Yeah. What? That makes no sense. I was like, first off, if the Emperor made a clone, would he not have closer, like, observation on this clone? Because we knew he didn't have any kids because they say that it, the, his son is just a clone of himself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, does he not, like, pay attention where his clone is going? Like, his clone just ran away and he just kind of was like, well, it's fine. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> and then a few years later, after he dies on the Death Star and reappears in this clone body, he's like... I have a great-granddaughter. Yeah, no. It, it is so bad. Or I have a granddaughter, not a great-granddaughter. 
who is who is the daughter of my clone. So technically, it would be his daughter. Yeah, it's just, I didn't like it. and Dude aged poorly. Yeah, he really <laughs> did. He had some mangly fingers. Mm. Um, and I know one thing. <laughs> we, I mean, I've always said it. and I feel like Rise of Skywalker could have been so much better. And, like, the original pl- screen play yes. that they had for it, I think, would have worked so much. Like, I don't know. It just would have worked better overall. Oh, and sure. I, I, and. I've never fallen asleep at a Star Wars thing. I've went and watched so many. And, like, I even went and watched the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. In theaters, the mm-hmm. animated one. And it was bad. It was yeah. bad in theaters. Yeah, it was But I didn't bad. fall asleep on it. No, I still liked I it. I fell asleep in Rise of Skywalker because I got bored because it, the plot just didn't it didn't do anything to me. My drink was strong, so I was enjoying it. But then I sobered <laughs> up and realized how bad it is. <laughs> Um, but I'm excited to see what they do in the future, especially with Dave Filoni and John Favreau mm-hmm. kind of being more of like in the pot of things. Oh yeah. And so I think they're going to do a lot better job of crafting Ray into a better overall character. And so I'm excited to see where she goes from here. Yeah. I just hope they don't focus on trying to fix her so much in the new movie. That like it retcon so much. Yeah. I mean, just retcon what happened in episode nine. That's all I want. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Retcon yeah. most of that movie and just make it to where I don't ever have to watch it again. Exactly. Because yeah. uh, as of right now, Cheyenne, uh, for those of you who don't know, is my wife. She's watched all the Star Wars movies up to the prequels. And mm. I just struggle with going, let's watch the prequels because I know what's at the end of them. The and sequels I, or prequels? The sequels. Sorry, oh, not the prequels. Okay. Yeah, she's watched the prequels, the sequels. And I'm just like, I struggle to start them because I'm like, I know what's at the end of the sequels. I don't want to have to rewatch that again. Yeah. I was like, I'm fine watching seven and eight. Mm-hmm. I will rewatch seven and eight. I'll rewatch eight. I don't care what other people think about it. I think it's good. Yeah. But I, I, I just struggle with nine. Yeah. No, I struggle I, with I, it. And I'm just, I'm hoping that maybe Ray's character is better in the future. And I think she will be a good character. I just, right now, just not. I mean, I think the focus on her will be kind of shifted because she's pregnant and you can't really have a pregnant woman. I mean, I guess you could with your effects, but it wouldn't be practical for a pregnant woman, woman to, to jump fight. around yeah, and, yeah. and do all that stuff. Well, so she wouldn't it, actually be pregnant. Well, have a, well, it Daisy like Ridley, I don't think, is actually pregnant. No, uh, well, it looks like she's pregnant in that little... Maybe she is. It looked like she was pregnant. I have no I idea. It was Star Wars, Ray gets knocked <laughs> up or something. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I feel like I'm more excited to see other characters' futures, like Ahsoka and Grogu's more than Rey's. And I don't think he's coming back. I think that yeah. actor was just like, I'm not I'm not doing this again. He was like, because they, they did Finn dirty. Yeah, they did. They did, they did. Finn very dirty in that movie. They He could have been such an amazing character. I don't think he would have been a better main character. Oh, in the, sure. In the... Because seeing a stormtrooper turn and realize what he was doing was wrong and then turning to the good side and becoming a Jedi would have been one of the greatest stories, I think, from Star Wars. I think that would have been really interesting because it's so unique. But instead, we got something that was very identical to Luke's story where this chick who basically came from nothing, Mm -hmm. like Luke, got raised up and became a powerful Jedi. Yeah. But I don't I don't write the stuff. 
I'm not Kathleen Kennedy, okay? And I know people hate her, but like I can't hate on her because she's made some good things because she was mm-hmm. there for some of the sequel or some of the original and the prequels. Yeah. So I can't say much. Yeah, no. I, I agree. And I mean, I do agree with like your whole thing about Finn. I mean, he could even... You could even say he was just like a Mace Windu descent or something. Yeah, I don't know. something like Lando, that. Lando, and he just happens to be there. Force sensitive. Well, no, they 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 gave Lando a a kid. Remember in Rise of Skywalker, that one chick that was riding on the back of the horse with Finn. No, I don't. Remember <laughs> you that. don't remember that other no. character? <laughs> I, don't I don't even remember, remember her name, but I remember <laughs> she was like riding on the back of the weird horse thing on oh, the on the wait, Star Destroyer. Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 and like Lando's like. You look familiar, and then nothing else is said about it. And so I was like, just assume that she was Lando's d- daughter. That's right. I forgot about that. No. Well, yeah, that makes sense because that movie is very forgettable because yeah, it's filled with so many mystery boxes that don't get solved. Uh huh. Because J.J. Abrams is a great director. Yes. <laughs> uh, sure. Who shot first? Who shot first? Well, it's, I said that because I put, oh, my, hand, I put the, oh, my hand in the gun shape and pointed it at you. Greedo did. Just kidding. <laughs> it was, it was, it was CGI awful. head move. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> Have dude, you watched that? The dude broke his neck trying to move his head. <laughs> I love how they did that because they were like, we don't want Han to look like a terrible person. He can. He can look like a terrible yeah, person that he, becomes a good person. Yeah, he doesn't have to be <laughs> a good person from perfect. the beginning. No. Yeah. That's the whole point of his character development. Ray could have been a Han Solo. She could have been a smuggler that just shows up and she's kind of a douchebag and then she gets to be a good person. Exactly. Like, that would have made her a great character. But no, <laughs> they just went with the same kind of story <sighs> told again. Yeah. And they'll probably do that with the next trilogy. I better not. I better be. Uh, I better be Grogu focused. <laughs> I would. I would love that, honestly, but I doubt they'll do that. That would be cool. I, I feel know. like they might because Grogu's gotten so much hype, but so many people would probably be like, "I want to remember Yoda, <laughs> yeah. not just grown up Grogu, not grown up Dan Grogu." <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> I don't know. I'm. I'm excited also for Jedi Survivor. I know you are like hesitant on it because it's yeah. created by EA Games. Mm-hmm. What I've seen of it, it looks really amazing. They've got mounting, they've got customization of like hair and facial hair and costumes, and you can still do the lightsaber. You actually like slice through people. Yeah, that's cool. I did like that. And I've heard that the planets are like God of War size. Like mm-hmm. the Ragnarok new, or? yeah, like Ragnarok, Ragnarok and the Ragnarok. new, new one. Okay. Well, 2018 as well. Oh, okay. And so like they're big, like they have, they're kind of like open world, but obviously you can't like I climb like up style. a giant wall or anything, mm-hmm. but you can pretty much traverse this huge land mm-hmm. and find all this stuff. That style's good. I think it's good. And so I, I think it's going to be interesting. And plus I really love Cal Kestis's character. And yeah. Like I said, playing through Jedi Fallen Order again on my YouTube, it was... Oh, I loved playing through it again. I really did. Crap, maybe I should play through it. I know I won't finish it by the time... Just watch, just watch my play I will. I, I watched your first episode. <laughs> I haven't watched others yet. My first episode, I didn't talk at all. It was very quiet. I don't That's know okay. why I was so quiet. And then after that, I was fine. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> just warming back up into it. Maybe I had to because I hadn't done a gameplay like that in a while. Is Respawn developing it? Is that right? Are they developing it again? Because they've developed Fallen Order. I think they might be. Whoa. <laughs> that could have been terrible. <laughs> Reparo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tie back in the beginning of the podcast. Hold on. 
Uh, let me look it up. Jedi. If it's Respawn, Respawn's a great developer. It's just the publisher I'm concerned of. That's why I'm concerned. The reason, another reason is because they, EA, I'm afraid they're going to do a rug pull. They have you tied in with um, Fallen Order. Great game. Respawn's making it. Okay. I have a little bit more hope. I was shaking my head. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I don't think he's going to no, understand why I was I'm shaking my head. Because <laughs> you were like barely moving. It was like you are just having an anxiety attack. <laughs> um, I am. All the time. Understandable. <laughs> um, but I'm just afraid EA is going to do a rug pull. They have all these people's attention with Fallen Order. They're gaining the trust. EA is like, this could be a good cash grab. We can either make a decent game for maybe about three hours and then make people mad or we're going to find some way to monetize it as hard as we can. Okay, so there was something that I saw that I don't know if it's going to be like you have to buy like so you basically gain credits and then you use that to like buy cosmetics and like but the cosmetics don't do anything so yep. i'm thinking that it's just in-game currency that like you wouldn't use your real life money to buy this in-game currency because if they did that would really piss me off yeah because we don't need like loot boxes. Like we don't need that kind of thing in a solo game. It's not going to be online ever. It doesn't need to be. You don't need to add that kind of thing. Into it. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they're going for. I think it's mainly going to be like you basically get these credits from doing like probably odd jobs or like side things, and then you could buy. It's basically replacing finding like little chests. Like from the first one. Yeah. You do have to be careful though with that. I mean, Activision with Call of Duty has started implementing uh, pay to win cosmetics mm-hmm. that give you advantage. Um, obviously, it's a whole different, you know, multiplayer versus single player. Yeah. But in EA, if they decide to do that, it has to be careful um, to not break the people who don't want to pay the extra money. You shouldn't even do it to begin with. Um, honestly, that would turn me off from buying the game. If they even added it in, yeah. Um, even if it doesn't even break the game, <laughs> um, I just, I bought it already mm-hmm. mainly because I was so excited for it, and obviously I'm gonna play through it on my YouTube channel as well. So like, if you watch the first episode and you're like, okay, I, yeah, you can at least watch mine to get some kind of an idea how it goes. Because I'm excited for it, and I hope that EA doesn't, because I know they're terrible at doing that kind of stuff, and like they'll add DLCs to like expand the story. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that with the first one. Nope. Which I'm so thankful for, and I'm hoping that maybe whoever's, like, with EA, like, somebody at Lucasfilm is kind of like, hey, don't do not do this. So maybe they're kind of keeping them, like, from doing that kind of stuff. Because it's not needed. It's really not. No, like, no. But, so, do you, do you know, does Disney have any kind of hand in this at all still? I think they might. Um... Okay. But it's more of like story stuff and not like anything oh, okay. past that. Because have you seen their new game they just, I guess, released the on Speed Racer? Speed Storm? <coughs> Disney yeah. Speed Storm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the stuff about it? It's like out of Battle Pass and it's. On a racing game? It's So it's <coughs> early access, you have to pay 30 bucks. It'll go free to play later. That's weird. Yeah. The early access stuff you can buy, it doesn't really. It gives you in. battle pass advantages, or even if that, I don't even remember because I listened to something, some guy talk about it this morning, and I've seen a little bit on it, but not yeah. a lot. I mean, it's concerning because like it would have, it looks cool, 
I don't know about competitive to Mario Kart, but I think I the mean, characters are gonna be cool, and they have like own like unique like things that they can use. But yeah, I saw that it's gonna have like a battle pass system, basically, and be like, because well, in my head I'm also thinking, why does Rocket League have a battle pass system? But they also have competitive modes. So it's like, free to, well, it's been well, it's no. free to play now. It, yeah, it wasn't at true. the time, but it didn't have a battle pass when it wasn't free to play. That's true. So I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that Jedi Survivor lives up to the hype that I have in my head. Yeah. Like I hope it's a really, really good story and it's well written and Cal Kestis like his character continues to be like an amazing character because I would love to see him in like live action at some point. Mm-hmm. Like just make an appearance somewhere. Yeah. Um of course they don't always have to do that, but I think his character would be really cool to see in like future things. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I'm just I'm just excited for it and Yeah. Yeah, I'm re- I don't get me wrong, I'm rooting for it. I want it to be great. I want it to be better than Fallen Order. Yeah. Because for the sake of Star Wars and Respond Entertainment, because I love that company, they made Titanfall, Titanfall 2. Those two games were so good. I played oh, yeah. them so good. They were so underrated, underappreciated. Um, I played the first one. The second one was so good. Gosh. But, um, yeah, that, that development team deserved better. They still deserve better, and I hope that they can make a great game and continue kind of like the uh with ea because they didn't give any mind to apex legends at the time mm-hmm. and now that i don't think they really do very much because they're just kind of like well we're just gonna let you do what you need to do and like it's like when ea doesn't put their hand in that pot like fully and like take full control of everything the games do so well mm-hmm. but it's like the games that they like try to overtake and do everything for they just don't do as well in them and i mean that's how I feel with most of like EA Sports games. Like, they were good when I was a kid, but now they're basically still the exact same, like it was when I was a kid, just slightly better graphics. Yeah. And I don't know. EA just has this weird thing. Scummy. They're <laughs> yeah, just scumbags. Pretty much. No, EA. I'm <clears throat> oh, not EA. Respawn. Honestly, back when the first Battlefront came out, they should have made it. They yeah. could have done. A fantastic job adding PvP slash PvE in there. Agreed. Oh my gosh, they would do so good with it. I don't know about now since they're focused on single player all of a sudden, but back when they were doing Titanfall, they were like multiplayer kings. <laughs> yeah, they they could have made better than Pandemic's Battlefront too. And that's, yeah, that, <laughs> they really could have. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really interesting i'm curious to see what's gonna happen make sure you have a lot of storage on your pc though yeah i I heard that it uh jedi survivor takes up a lot of space yeah it's like more than red dead redemption 2 i need to finish my game so i can start deleting them (laughs) you're saying you gotta start deleting games i'm getting it on my playstation so i'm getting pc for modding and apparently the playstation has like a lot less storage like it has less storage going into the game than that's another good thing, though. Respawn was good about the PC port of Jedi Fallen Order. It ran... I had a, a pretty low-end PC back mm-hmm. in the day when it first came out. It, I played it really... It was smooth. It was a really good experience on there. Uh, can't say the same for The Last of Us. <laughs> I think graphics-wise, this game's going to look phenomenal, and I'm going to mm-hmm. love it. But I don't know. I'm excited to see what the future of Star Wars holds, even though I'm a little anxious about it and what's going to happen here and there but I'm still excited regardless. Ahsoka's going to be great. I'm prepared to watch all of the shows and TV shows because I mean even if they're bad like I still sit there I'm like I gotta watch it because I, I feel like I just have to at this point I made it this far. 
I'm excited for Visions. There's oh yes, season. yeah, Visions. I'm also excited for Andor and it coming back at some point. Yeah, I, I know am, you didn't. You weren't a huge fan of the first season. Not a crazy fan, but you know, I, I think it'll be a good second season. I think they'll do a great job with it. Um, but Visions, I really, I'm really excited for that because I just like how it's just short, fun, short stuff. little like things. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me because I start. I just started watching the rewatching the 2D Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of that. It's just fun little like things. little things that are going on. Like this could ha- be happening in the universe, but we don't know. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's very interesting, and I'm I'm excited for the future of Star Wars, regardless. So, as a, as a big Star Wars fan, I'm always excited, even if it sometimes lets me down. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> even though sometimes I gotta wait like five years to get a good movie, you know. But it is what or it is. Game. <laughs> yeah, or a game. Yeah. Um, but I hope you all did enjoy the episode. If you did, make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button and all those fun things that you do. Uh, if you have other opinions on Star Wars versus what we said, you can always email me at outloudawkwardpod at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my socials, which are outloud ampersand. That's the and symbol. Uh, awkward. On Instagram and Twitter, I don't really post on Twitter though. To be totally honest, I just post on Instagram. Twitter sucks. Yeah, because you got to pay five bucks to get a blue check mark. What the heck? Oh, Elon I didn't know Musk? that. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, <clears throat> but I will talk to you all in the next one. Peace out, everybody. Bye.